Six more weeks of winter. That's what Phil says. Happy Groundhog's Day. But Phil saw his shadow, and we have six more weeks of winter to look forward to if we believe in that prediction. And the way the snow's been coming down this year, I don't doubt it. You know, I don't have a cup with Phil, but I got this cup with Pooh coming out of his den. So I thought that would work for Groundhog's Day. You know, my wife was a big Winnie the Pooh person, and you know, I have a lot of nice Winnie the Pooh type collectibles for her. And so we both like Disney. I sort of like the mouse. She likes Pooh, but we like some of the other characters too. So Pooh is our mascot replacing Phil the groundhog who predicted six more weeks of winter, which I'm not as happy about because I really like the warmer summer weather, but we're going to deal with winter. And, you know, we talked yesterday a little bit about being prepared and some different things of, you know, heat and so forth. If you didn't catch that, go check it out. You know, had some important information about staying warm. But one of the things we discussed briefly was being prepared when you travel. A lot of people have been stranded and highways and interstates have been shut down because of weather and because of accidents. It's important to have things in your vehicle that will help you survive and keep you more comfortable if something happens to you. So I have a little list that I wanted to share today, things that I keep in my vehicle. Some of them I keep in my vehicle year round for any trips. Others are more specific that you really must have during winter conditions. But most of these I will have year round just in case. One thing you want is a shovel, okay? And you don't have to get a big snow shovel, obviously, but they have a lot of smaller snow shovels and different type of compact shovels that you can purchase, you know, a lot of them for camping and such. Have one of those in your vehicles. Good morning, Jay. Appreciate you being here. You're always right there and saying good morning, and I appreciate that. So have a shovel in your vehicle, especially in the wintertime. You know, if you get stuck, it might be that shovel that is all you need to get unstuck. Have a windshield wipe, a scraper and a brush to scrape off your car. You know, if you're out there stranded for a while, stuff's going to freeze on your windows and so forth, and you want to be able to get those clear. Have some traction mats. Now, traction mats, along with your shovel, can help you get unstuck. If you don't have traction mats, you know, the safety absorbent that you use in garages, you know, you, you can buy the bags of that stuff at the auto shops. You put it on the floor, it absorbs oil and grease and stuff that was on the floor before you sweep it up when you're cleaning the floors of a garage. That will work. Kitty litter will also work. The nice thing about the traction mats is they're reusable. You know, if you buy the bags of safety absorbent or kitty litter, you know, you have to buy new bags if you use them. One nice thing about the bags is they give you a little extra weight in the back if you need the weight. So there's a different pluses and minus of both of those. But having something to help you get traction along with the shovel to dig yourself out might be all you need really to get back on the road. Um, in some places, you're going to need tire chains. And it's good to have chains. They need to be something to fit your vehicle. And some of the newer ones, they're more cables than like the old actual chains, but having those, it will give you extra traction. Sometimes you have to have them. Sometimes only big trucks have to have them, but you know, some of the passes, you know, in some of these uh, mountainous country, they will close the passes to vehicles that don't have chains. And you'll see the chain put on and removal areas off the side of the road. They actually have big areas where people can stop and put their chains on before they go over passes. So have a set that fits the tires of your vehicle, know how to put them on 
on. A small tarp can be handy if you're stuck out in the snow. One, if you're doing repairs or something, you, you can keep things from being lost. It can help you melt snow if you need to melt snow and so forth. So a small tarp can be handy for a lot of things. It can help you with shade in the summer, different things. Having a battery boost, you know, jumper. They sell those. They're pretty small. Rather than relying on another vehicle and having your jumper cables, which are good to have your own jumper cables as well. But if you have one of those little battery charger things that will boost and start a car and help you get a car started if your battery's dead, you have that. You don't need someone else. And those are fairly inexpensive now. You know, I remember one time a, a buddy at, the, you know, one of the students at the Hop Keto class went out after the class and his battery was dead. It was dead. And we, I didn't have mine in my my car why i don't know dumb he didn't have his his car his house was a little closer we drove to his house with my car brought that jumper back and and started his car really quick so it's just an easy thing to have but you have to have it in the car you know that night neither of us had one and i do have one he had one we didn't have them with us we weren't on trips we were just going to hop keto less than a mile from his house and a couple miles from mine but that's when we needed it so that was a lesson there as well have a flashlight or two or three i'm big on making sure you have lights i mean i always have a flashlight in the cubby hole of my car so i can get it really easy but i also have another flashlight usually a brighter flashlight in the bag that's in the back of the vehicle so i like to have multiple flashlights and make sure you have batteries that are current and charged for those flashlights and you may want to have spare batteries cold weather can drain batteries so make sure you have good batteries and rotate those you know don't just stick them in there and five years later 10 years later thinking oh i got the never used those batteries rotate them make sure you have good battery have some water and food in your vehicle especially on longer trips you're going to be out on the road you know, like to have a gallon or two of water and protein powder or protein bars different snacks you know nuts dried fruit you know some healthy good snacks that can sustain you and some water you know if you get stranded and stuck extra warm clothes very important i actually have a separate bag it's just for winter driving and i have extra hat gloves base layer clothing different things to keep warm and i can switch out if clothes get wet you can switch out into the dry clothes Good morning, Robin. Appreciate you being here and saying hi. Emergency blankets, and they also have those emergency blanket material made into sleeping bags. I like to have both. Emergency blanket can be used for a variety of things, including keeping yourself warm. But I like that it's a little bigger, but the emergency sleeping bag it's that same reflective material that can keep you warm. And you may want an actual sleeping bag in your vehicle too, or some warm blankets. And then you use the emergency blanket or the emergency sleeping bag as the base, and then you cover up with something over that as well that have those layers to keep heat. Greg says, good tips. We do full 72-hour plus bobs along with water and jumper cables. Awesome. And, and I know that Greg stays you know, pretty safe and is one of those people that is prepared with things and that's what we need to be we don't want to use all this stuff but boy it comes in handy when we do have to use it i like to have paracord in my kit so you can buy paracord really easy also called 550 cord you know it's small in diameter but it's really strong and it has so many different uses you can buy it in different lengths 
and then you cut off what you need. But paracord, so many uses, so useful. Just have some. And if you need it, you got it there. Matches and a lighter. I like to have both. I have waterproof matches in a waterproof case back from the military days. And I also have a lighter or two or three around in my car. You want to be able to start a fire and you don't want to be using flint and steel and some of that. I think one of my knives and multi-tools in the bag has flint and steel, but I'd rather use a lighter or a match. Have something that will start a fire and make sure it's something reliable. You can have a camp stove and a little can of fuel. I actually prefer having a can of Sterno. The Sterno I just find is a little easier than the camp stoves and fuel. You also can have a can with a candle and that can use as heat. An emergency candle with a can and light that and that can be heat that's non-toxic. The Sterno is non-toxic. You can use it indoors too. So that can be heat and or cooking. That's why I like Sterno. If you need to make a fire outside and it's really wet, you can take a gob of that sterno, put it there, and then start putting your small tinder on that. The sterno will light easily. It will dry out your tinder, and then you can dry out your bigger kindling and go forward and make a fire. I've done that in the rain, out when everything's wet. A little bit of sterno to help cheat and get started. But if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Everything counts when you're trying to survive and you're doing things like that. So having the tools and things to make it easier, that's what you want to do. Have a good knife or two or three. I like to have a really big knife and you might choose to have a machete or a hatchet as well. Something that can chop and do things if you need to chop some limbs of a tree or something to build a fire. I also like to have a smaller knife or two. So I have multiple knives in my vehicle bag as well as on my person as well as here in the office. I'm one of those guys that says you can't have too many knives. My wife disagrees, but I have different knives for different purposes, and I have multiple knives when I'm traveling in the vehicle for different purposes. Jay says, good points. I appreciate that, Jay. I like to also have a multi-tool. You might have one that has a hammer, because having a hammer at times is very beneficial. Having something that can cut wires, usually has a different knife on it, the screwdrivers. If you don't have a multi-tool, a small toolkit can be handy to have. So it's going to be up to what you have and your skills and what you think you may need to do with it. Again, these are things that I have, but you need to personalize yours for you, your vehicle, your situations. Always want to have a first aid kit handy. And remember, I've talked multiple times that most first aid kits don't come with a tourniquet and pressure bandages, some of those things. So I want to add those to your basic first aid kit and make sure you have those. So those are a few of the things that I'm recommending that you have in a kit that you compile for cold weather driving and for any road trips. Again, a lot of these items I always have in my vehicle when I'm leaving town. Sometimes I don't have them in my vehicle when I'm driving around town, and maybe sometimes I should, like the time at the Hapkido class. But if I'm leaving town on any type of road trip, I'm going to have a bag or two in the back tucked away, and it's going to have all of these supplies. Wintertime, it's going to be that extra cold winter bag with just the cold winter clothes and things, just in case. That's all it is, is a little extra insurance and preparation. So if something bad happens, you can survive it and be more comfortable while you're waiting for help. That's the name of the game. We want to enjoy life and we can even enjoy being stranded if we have the right 
preparation and have the supplies to keep us content and safe and warm while we're waiting out a storm. And one thing you might want to throw in there, a deck of cards or something that you can do while you're waiting and you're stranded. Another thing you want to have, which is almost a given because most people have it, is the phone charger in your car. Now, if that runs on your car's battery, you might want to include one of the extra power packs. I usually travel with that in my bag too. Whenever I'm traveling with my phone, I have the extra power pack for my phone that can charge it and it can charge it multiple times. And now they have them that they're, you know, you spend $60, $70 and you can get a really good one that will charge your phone multiple times. Sometimes they go on sale and you get them even cheaper now. So you have the power pack that will charge your phone. You also have your phone charger and your cables that most people have in their car anyway. But you want to be able to keep your phone powered up, you know, so if you have a signal, you can call for help and get somebody to help you. So that was one more thing that, you know, I usually always have and that I recommend you having as well. So I hope this was a little bit helpful. You know, I'll have this little list on the blog that I put these videos on. If you want to watch back versions and you don't want to scroll through YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook, the Enjoy Life Safely website has all of these videos in the blog post with a little bit of extra written material. And you can find all of the audio of these videos on the podcast. You can get all the podcasts at enjoylifesafely.com. And there are links to Apple and Spotify if you want to listen there. Share these with your friends. Help get this information out so more and more of us can enjoy life safely. And until tomorrow, make it a fantastic day.